Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Do you know what I feel like doing? What up? I feel like kicking back, relaxing, and getting comfy. Welcome to the Get Comfy Podcast. I'm your host, Kalo, as always, here to give you the lowdown on all things that are the best in the world. And speaking of the best in the world, I'm joined by this man. What up, guys? BKS, the best kept secret going on today. And Kalo, can you open your eyes and tell me what you see? I can see plenty of people who are liking and sharing this podcast with anybody and everybody you know. So thank you to those people. And some might say they have a cult of personality. Well, BKS. Yes. Yes, Kalo. What do you want to talk about? You want to talk about Cody never finishing his story? Shut up, okay? (laughs) Stop it. Stop it. That's not what we're here to talk about. That's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to address... The fact that hell has frozen over. What a what a tag that Triple H did on that post. It, it's amazing. It's it's amazing. But it, in it case you didn't know, it, it sums up the whole. It's like people say hell will freeze over if Punk ever comes back to WWE, and apparently Saturday hell froze over. He got the pointing picture that he does with the NXT people. That's how and you know Logan it's Paul. real. And Logan Paul. And Logan Paul. In case you didn't know, we're talking about CM Punk's return to the WWE. Oh, we're talking about CM. I was talking about Ryback not retirement, retiring after he said. The biggest headline. The biggest headline. Ryback retires from wrestling. If Punk returns. If Punk returns. All right. So. What do you want to talk about? I've, I've struggled to formulate a proper thought around this whole thing this is your guy you have him in the background right there right up there and you finally got it first try i finally got it because i I have spatial awareness now um i know but listen i'm not gonna sit here and act like i didn't pop whenever i heard his music it's a good music though it's It's great it's great and i'm not gonna sit here and pretend like whenever he was talking on Raw last night that I didn't get a little, I don't want emotional or, you know, I, the the excitement. Because whenever he said, like, I'm home. That, it's that like, gave me chills. That was like, I, I love leading up to it. That Sunday, people were like, 10 years ago, I left entertainment, sports entertainment, 10 years, 10 years now. Now I have returned. People were making jokes about how he made that joke about in 2005, I left pro wrestling. Now I'm back. So I was like, oh, he's going to be saying the same thing. But instead of pro wrestling, he's going to say entertainment. I'm just, I'm, I thought he did okay. It was different from the AEW one, which I'm like, you, that's the, probably the best thing you could have done. Cause then everyone was, people were calling him a hypocrite throughout yeah. the, the, this past um, 72 hours. Call him what you wanted. You go where the money goes. At the end of the day, where it is. So it's like, call him a hypocrite. Sure, right now. You could call Scott Steiner a hypocrite for everything he said. Now look at him. He's in the Hall of Fame. Ultimate Warrior, Billy Graham, Hulk Hogan. Like, oh, Jeff Jarrett. All of them have said shit about the company and looked at. They come back. So if you want to call Punk a hypocrite, call 
Call Austin a hypocrite. He walked out and he came back. So you can't. That's why I hate when people say, oh, he's a hypocrite. Half your favorite wrestlers and legends are hypocrites, if you think about it. But talking about this, his return, Shark Rally was great. Because I said it a little bit on our Survivor Series um, results and um, reactions to it and all. That, you know, unlike AEW where it was like the worst kept secret, everyone knew he was coming on Rampage. This was like, no one knew. It, no, no, it, you you had a feeling, but it's like there's no way these two big egos would come together and be like, "Here's the game plan, well, let's do it." So it's like, eh, but you hear that music, you're like, "Holy shit, it's actually happening! He's coming to WWE again." But it's like people compare, like, "Oh, which return was better, Punk's at WWE or Punk's at AEW?" I gotta say AEW because it mm-hmm. was that was the first time in seven years he was in a square circle. Square ring, I said circle. Wow, the so same square thing. ring. Um, so that was that's more powerful because you haven't seen him there. You, you we seen him in AEW, we seen him wrestle, but I feel like it, it was a better return. But like feeling wise, it felt great seeing him. It had a better feeling to see him on WWE TV, right? If that makes sense, because you have that feeling, like, I'm home. That's exactly where I stand on this. Um, AEW had the better return, the better shock value as far as like, you're right. Like it's been a very long time since we've seen them in an actual professional wrestling ring, not a UFC ring, not commentating for other shows, blah, blah, blah. This was him coming back to wrestling. This instance, it's him coming back Home. And I don't, yeah, like I don't want to sound said. sappy. It's him coming back home. This he is. He even said it. He even said, "I don't want to sound cheesy, but and, and it doesn't seem like see a punk, but I'm home." And yeah, WWE made punk. You could say Ring of Honor made punk, but WWE put punk on the map. Exactly. Now, I'm gonna. You're gonna be my therapist in all this, which um, probably a bad idea, but probably a good idea. Wait, wait. Let me get my therapist glasses on. Wait a minute. At least it's not the Spider-Man mask. But anyway, um, you and I both know we've been cataloging Punk's recent endeavors in AEW. How he handled that situation, how there was a lot of drama backstage. And you and I both know what happened, brawl out, uh, the things that happened at Wembley. Right? Like, it's been there. And is it... Is it bad to say, as a CM Punk fan growing up, you know, this idea that his return makes me worry a little bit as far as, you know, how he's going to conduct himself backstage? Like, is there that doubt that if things don't go his way again, like, are we going to find ourselves in the same spot? What you said about Triple H not being the same person he was 10 years ago. And I'm sure in those conversations he had with Punk, there was some concrete thing stating, this is what I'm going to get. And there's no if, ands, or buts, or whatever. Or coconuts. Or coconuts. Like, let's, let's call it what it is. He's getting his main event at WrestleMania. I'll let you finish. Like he's he's getting his main event at WrestleMania. I think 
personally, that ties into Seth Rollins, him versus Seth Rollins World Heavyweight Championship at Mania. I'm kind of just putting that out into the ether, but are you calling a shot? Yeah, I'll just solidify my my stance there. But this return has a lot of cascading effects on the business at large. I mean, you've seen the reaction, whether it was a work or a shoot. Or those, are, those are the two terms we're rolling with. Yeah, work, shoot. Um, of Drew McIntyre being pissed and allegedly walking out and being pissed about Punk's return. The video of Seth Rollins, which I think is more of a work, you know, but grant you, he said things in the past about punk. It's those things that I'm trying to see how they manage backstage on camera. Clearly, they're addressing it because one, Seth Rollins mentioned it at a house show. He talked about like he's not going to waste time on somebody who spent the better part of the past few years tearing this place down while he held down the fort, you know, so it's more or less just trying to see how they're going to manage that moving forward. But I guess I'll pass this off to you now. Your thoughts on as as your friend, either one thoughts on punk coming back is at the end of the day, are we like when all is said and done, is this going to be beneficial or do you think there will be problems? I don't think there's going to be problems because unlike AEW where it's literally high school drama and high school bullshit. And, and I said this in the past as well, as somebody who is basically an ambassador for AEW for all the times I go to the shows, they don't have a locker room leader. Hmm. They don't have a locker room leader. You have like, you have Roman, you have, the Undertaker, who's on the show occasionally, you have all these guys, and they there's like boundaries there, and also like people say AEW is run. It's literally you have wrestlers who are all oh, have control of the company, and they can do it. Rather, no superstars that are on the active rosters are on the EVP. They're not the CFO, they're not the CEO, and all that. It's all former past wrestlers that know how to handle drama. Kenny Omega, Young Bucks, and Tony Khan never knew how to handle drama. They they have all the past with past superstars and letting their um, frustrations out and selling it. So I don't think there's going to be any issues. People said backstage Brock um, Punk was being happy. He was saying hi to the friend, making amends to the Miz. And people said, and some superstars like, well, he had to be. He's like on watch. And I'm like, yeah, but Punk said it on camera. He's here to make money, not friends. So at that day, you know, what is what? You talked about, you know, off camera, the Seth Rollins scene. Drew McIntyre, people say Drew McIntyre was upset, not because of Punk. It was something else. And I think that was more towards the, um, what Drew said on Raw, like they Judgment Day had a plan and that plan was apparently to lose. So that could also have been a work, but who knows? People say Drew McIntyre has been upset for the past couple of months. With Seth, at the end of the day, Seth is a professional. Seth knew people were in the front, in the in the crowd, and so he knew how to. He he wasn't go off and be like a little kid and blow up. He knew people had the cameras out. So, 
Yeah, like that is the the thing about Seth Rollins reaction is I think that's more of a work to build up a story later down the line, a la that WrestleMania match between him and Punk, which is going to be a slow build because I think Punk has a lot to to go through leading up to Mania as far as other challengers. I think he's going to have a, a program with a younger star. It, it, see, see, this is this is why I want to. So, this is the two things. One, the yeah. fact that Seth is professional. He didn't. That was a work that him like thudding him off and everything like that. Because yeah. you know you yeah. because Seth is not like I said. Seth is not a child. He yeah. knows that if he's gonna blow up, it's gonna look bad on him because he is a champion at the moment. You're yeah. the face of Raw. He's the leader. All, like, he he's the leader. He is the leader. You don't, you don't want to throw a tantrum because of some guy, and you know the fans know you have beef with Punk. So why not? play that up and actually flip them up while you have people still in the building yeah it's like you have cameras still on you not by wwe but with the fans of course you're not gonna really blow up and it was in chicago punk's home yeah second i don't think we're gonna get punk versus set mania because rumor has it as of right now it's punk versus set at the rumble Before we continue the show, I wanted to take a little time to talk about Noom. Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. A lot of people face pressures to change themselves to fit other people's expectations. And the more freeing solution is to find the things that work for you. Noom understands that everyone's weight loss journey is unique. And what works for someone else might not really work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible and focuses on progress, not perfection, allowing you to work towards your goals at a pace that's comfortable for you. And for me personally, that's huge. I know that I am not Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I know that I'm not getting up at four in the morning to go work out. But by using Noom and having that little more of uh, flexibility and stability, it certainly helps with my journey here. Noom also makes it easy to start your weight loss journey and stay on track with personalized lessons that help you gain confidence and a practical knowledge one-on-one coaching, and cognitive behavioral approaches that teach you how to be mindful of your habits. 75% of Noom weight loss users finished the program, and more than 60% of users that engaged with the program kept the weight off for a year or more. So start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at Noom.com slash believe. Again, that is Noom, N-O-O-M, dot com slash believe bl i can see that too like the way i i just see at some point it's seth versus punk for the world heavyweight championship the best way to take the title off seth but i think do that at mania i honestly do because one you're giving punk the storyline of i'm coming back i helped punk or helped rollins Come become who he is today because he had a hand in the shield and bringing up that group. And then you get Punk's main event. That'll be a night one for sure. That'd be a perfect night one match to main event. And the World Heavyweight Championship is more synonymous with Punk. It's not the same war title. It's not the same. I get it. But, you know, I, I just still see more there being 
a better mania match, but yeah, punk coming back has a lot, a lot of shock waves here. And I want to talk more about what you said about AEW. Um, is it a sign like Cody left and there was obviously questions around why he exactly left. People are saying, sure, like it was because he wants to come back and finish what he started in WWE. And there's all that stuff. But now Punk left AEW, albeit for different reasons, for sure. What what is exactly going on? And like Jade Cargill left now. And like AEW, there's obviously, like you said, there's more problems there. Mm hmm. So QT Marshall just left that too. Yeah. QT Marshall just resigned from his role. So maybe rumble QT Marshall. Also, can we address uh, Jack Perry is the devil? I do not want to admit it. I do not want that him to be the devil. I, I don't want him. I do not. Give me Adam Cole. Give me Roger strong. I'm just Calling a spade a spade. I, I think spade spade. we've lost the the allure of Punk being the devil. The best, the best kept secret was convincing the. I just fucked it up. Yeah, that that whole saying, but um, yeah. Now to kind of like just talk from a fan perspective of Punk coming back, it was a shock. Like it was a thing we talked about. Like you kind of you had a feeling it would happen. But like to actually see it and to actually see him and Triple H talked at length and Triple H saying all the things of like what you said, 10 years is a long time. And if you're not the same person or if you are the same person, then you really, you really haven't changed. Like it's not good for you. It's good to have those conversations, especially how bad things were when Punk left WWE back in the day between Triple H and Punk himself, it's just good to see that was talked out, that was hashed, hopefully. And now that we're under this new regime with TKO and all that stuff, there's a lot more, I I would call them outside influences that help sweeten the deal for Punk. And like he said on Raw, he's here to make money, not friends. And at the end of the day, WWE always says never say never. And here is, I would say, the prime example of never say never in WWE. And it's Punk coming back officially. So I guess now the conversation is what's next for CM Punk. We talked about, yeah, we talked about Seth Rollins, but like realistically, I think there has to be like this introductory feud to get back into the fold. I think the tease, I think they they already did it on Monday Night Raw with okay. Seth calling Punk out and letting out. You can have one night. You can have Seth keep doing it, and then Punk comes down and be like, "What is this about? Why are you? I may I brought you in here. I was the one who, before, like you said, formed the Shield with you and Roman and Dean. Why are you throwing shade at me? What did I do to you? I never did anything harm to you unless uh, only I did was made you the star who you are." And you're calling me a cancer in the locker room, like why are you why are you starting something like that? And I know how we talked about having Seth versus Gunther at Mania. 
and then having you know the having the Hogan and Ultimate Warrior with double titles on the line. Now with a uh, bash at Berlin being announced, I think that's the time you have Gunther win the world title. That's that, Mania. That's after Mania, right? That's after Mania. But I'm like, you know how we were thinking about Gunther versus Seth for the world title. I think if you have the time to put Gunther the world title, you have it at Bash at Bash at Berlin. I just for the life of me. Yeah, there's gonna be there's no bigger crowd you're gonna get for if Gunther wins it in front of his hometown. You can't top it. You can't. And just for the life of me. I just me personally, I I see Punk coming back and I immediately think he was given the okay to get the WrestleMania main event and go over. You you also you also hear that when Vince was in charge, he was blacklisting Punk. Like they talked and Punk, Vince was like, I don't want him in the company. Absolutely not. Moment Vince gets outed, Punk Punk, Triple H and Nick Khan sit down, they're like, all right. The old man's gone. Let's go. Great. Dad, dad left. Dad's out of the house. You can come back in. Exactly. It, but it's good. Like his whole thing last night, his whole stick and just talking. It's trippy to see like it's actually a thing. Like uh, remember I, we, we watch uh wrestle talk and Ollie Davis, like the running joke with him was like CM Punk, CM Punk return confirmed. And now it's a thing. And we're all just here. Like what the heck? And actually, he's finally right. He was never wrong to begin with. Yeah. Um, also, I love the rumor that like Triple A sent Punk to ruin AEW, and then when they got, when he got fired, you're like, all right, come back, back, come on, home. you did your job. He's a double agent. He's a double agent. No way. Just like how Vince Russo was a double agent. Oh, we don't we oh. don't talk about that. We don't talk about that. But what we do talk about. Are more episodes of the Get Comfy podcast, which are available on iTunes, Spotify, and of course, the Believe Network. I have been Kalo, joined by the one and only BKS, and we'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.